Hello and welcome to BA Brew. I'm Mike. I'm Hirta. And I'm Debbie. And today we're talking about the product owner role and the business analyst role and the, the joy that is the overlap between them. So what do you think about uh, product ownership and business analysis, Debbie? I'm sure you must have some thoughts on that. I, I do have thoughts. And um, one of my thoughts is that, you know, as, as business analysts, we've, I think, struggled. I think struggled is the word, actually, for a very, very long time with people saying, well, what is your role? And then when you start to describe it to people who aren't BAs, you can see them starting to drift off very quickly. Um, and so we've had this problem with a role that's not really been well enough defined. And I think we're getting there now. And then in comes the role of the product owner. And is that very well defined? And therefore, we end up having conversations like this. So I think both roles are a bit undefined and they clearly have an overlap because the skills, uh, the same skills are needed for both roles for, for a bit, but they need each other as well because there is also a part that isn't uh, covered. Uh, they are not, they don't overlap completely. Yes, they, I, I think they should find a way of collaboration and that can be different in every organization or in every team maybe because um, business analysts and product owners can have different backgrounds, different skills. So in one occasion, the, the, uh, the product owner can feel more comfortable by uh, working uh, out refinements of use stories and more focused on the development team where the business analyst can then have the broader view and more focused on the product vision maybe and on the business uh, goals. Where in other situations, you might have uh, a product owner who is very focused on the product roadmap and the product vision and the larger steps and where the business analyst goes into the details of refining every uh, feature and user story with the team. So, so it, it may differ, but I, I think in both Patients, they need each other. Mm. It's um, it's it's interesting. What what do you think is the key responsibility of the product owner versus the, the key responsibility of the, the business analyst? Mm. That's a very good question, isn't it? I mean, I think this is the thing, really, because before the role of the product owner came along, um, and it it's not agile in the large, is it? it it's no. Scrum primarily mm -hmm. um, and not all organizations use scrum I know it is the prevalent approach but not all but before that came along the the product owner work if you like and activities um I would have expected a BA in the main to do um because my view of business analysis has always been well basically let's take over the world people <laughs> because you know somebody's got to <laughs> <laughs> I've always seen it as a very, very, you know, um, all-encompassing role in some ways. And I think that's why what you've just pointed out, Mike, is part of the problem. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we can sort of see ourselves as that bigger picture. What's the situation? What are the options and all that? But we can also, if we're analytical thinkers get down into those detailed business rules mm -hmm. that a piece of software has got to know about to apply and you know that, that forms the basis for developing algorithms or validation rules or whatever so where does a product owner fit in that and I, I wonder sometimes it, 
it feels to me a little bit like it's been sort of shoehorned in. Is that a bit unfair? <laughs> she says, thinking, oh, my gosh, <laughs> should I have said that? Come on, Mike, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. It's... um. I do, I do feel a bit concerned that the idea of the product owner is 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 too narrow because it's focused on on the product that they own and the suggestion that they own it. They've got a, a certain stake in that product, a certain desire to make that product a successful. Um, but if if you take a step back as a BA, would would you still do that? Would that be the right thing to do? Don't we take a, and you're going to. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say it earlier yourself, Debbie, but the holistic view, we take a step back and say, well, are we, it, was it those two things? Are we doing the thing right and doing the right thing? As a product owner, have you not got too much of a sort of stake in that particular product to take an objective view? I don't know. I don't know if that's, that's even more controversial. But also, I think that's a really good point because it also almost has an assumption that whatever the problem, there's a product as an answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is dangerous because, you know, we've all come across projects where there's a great idea of a solution of some sort of product, usually mm -hmm. a software product. There's a great solution. And actually, sometimes, um, sometimes the envisaged scope is too big. Um, and it's not achievable in the time scale. Sometimes um, technologically, it's not feasible. You know, you've got all these different things. And sometimes there's an option that's simple um, and quick. And actually, we could implement it in time to maybe save the organization money or, or get some other advantage. And instead, we're going to focus on a product that actually is a much bigger deal. Um, I just wonder sometimes about that. I think that you have a very good point there because we are focused on products and Scrum and everything is very IT focused. And while we were stepping back to being holistic and there is not only IT and there is more in the world, the danger with Agile and Scrum is that we are focusing on IT again, mm. where we yes. should be broader. And maybe the, the key difference between a business analyst and a product owner is this ability to zoom in and zoom out that you, that you need and I've, I've seen that uh, capability with business analysts far more than with product owners who, due to their role, are focused on only a small thing or only one product. One of my favorite lines is, well, what are the options here, people? And as you can imagine, it's a really popular line sometimes, <laughs> but I do say it a lot because I'm always very much, hang on, let's not jump to a particular selected solution Let's think about the options and let's think broadly about the options. And obviously, one of the areas of technique that we're all, you know, well, I'm quite excited about and we're all very interested in is design thinking, where you are taking the what I call the go wide view, where we're sort of really encouraging ourselves and colleagues to say, you know, let's think broader about this. Let's think a bit more creatively. And if that happens, and then at a certain point, we say, okay, you know, we've now honed in and this is the product that we think is going to meet this need. And then a product owner is taking that forward. I'm good with that to a certain extent. But if it's a sort of a right, you know, what's the product that we need here? It's, it's back to you're doing the right thing and doing the thing right, isn't mm. it? I think the other thing for me is as well, is what does ownership actually mean? If we're picking this apart, are product owners actually owners of the product? Discuss. 
Hmm. Yeah, that's a tricky one, isn't it? Because actually they, they've got a level of responsibility, but do they actually hold the accountability for it? Or is that down to the business sponsor? Um, I think, I think they don't necessarily have that level of responsibility, sorry, the full accountability for it. So, so they're not really completely, um, um, enabled there to just do whatever they want with it. Yes, I actually know of a, a company that um, at this particular point in time was using Scrum. Um, they've since actually stopped using Scrum. Um, this is one of the reasons why, because the product owner um, did a show and tell to the senior management team. And the senior management team said, why is this product doing this? And the product owner said, because I thought that was a priority. And the senior management team said, what gave you the authority to spend this time yeah. developing this? Right. The product owner said, I own the product. I'm the product owner. And that's one of the pitfalls of this using Scrum. I've heard that before. And people who only read the Scrum guides, and it's nice, and it's only, I think, 19 pages or something. <laughs> And then they think that product owner role is something like being king or... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. And they are doing all kinds of things. And then you ask them, why are you doing this? Yeah, but he, yes, I can decide it. I'm the product owner. So that's, yeah, that's... So, that's so we have a more important problem to solve here. It's not, it's not the difference between the product owner and the business analyst. It's the, the product owner and the monarchy. They're probably more, <laughs> more under threat. <laughs> from product ownership than business analysts are. Isn't it interesting though, because we've always said with business analysts that we're about, well, we started off um, back many, many decades ago about being bridging, you know, bringing together, translating, mm. helping people talk to each other and communicate. And so we're very much about, you know, that sort of collaborative view, understanding each other, making sure that different stakeholder perspectives and voices are heard. There's quite a contrast there, isn't there, when you think about it with the concept of a person who owns in that role. Um, and that, that must confer a lot of authority, but also a lot of potential for difficulties, if not conflict, do you not think? Yeah, I would, I would imagine so. And I guess it's all down to how well defined the responsibilities are of that product owner in that environment. If yeah. um, if they're given the 17 pages from, from the Scrum Guide or whatever, and then pointed in the direction of, of something with a title of their, their product, then that's probably not enough. I think it's really interesting as well, because, you know, in the context where we work, we do quite a lot of product development but they're not just software products. Mm -hmm. We have a different view of product. And we do have product owners in the sense that they can make decisions, they have the authority, but equally, every one of them knows that they have to be very closely aligned to the overarching strategy mm -hmm. and the overarching values, which I think sometimes gets a little bit lost in the product ownership discussion as well is this sense that you've got organizational values that have to be carried out too. So I don't know if you've seen that, but to me, that's a really clear connection that has to be made, which can make it quite a tricky role. Mm. 
Yeah. And I think that sort of goes to sort of underlying the importance of the BA as well in that in, in that environment that the BA can help bridge that gap. So yeah. maybe there's another there's another bit of bridging there to do for BAs. We used to be the bridge between the business and the technology. Maybe we're we're the bridge between the strategy and the product owners as well. Yeah. That's that's really well put that that could be it, yeah. Mm. Yes. Or we're at the spider at the center of the web. <laughs> or better still. Where the beating heart of the ecosystem. Right. I think I like that more than the spider at the centre of the web waiting to catch a fly. Uh, I, I much prefer the idea of the, the beating heart. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm sort of building on something that, that we've been talking about here, because, as I say, we work with products a lot. You know, it's what we do. But every product doesn't stand alone. It's actually part mm. of a portfolio. So where's the portfolio owner role and how do they interact with the product owner? That could be a project sponsor, but actually that implies project. And, and actually there is something in a, in a business that has to tie all these things together. Um, and I think that part of the equation hasn't been explored very much and, and probably needs to be. You know, it, in organisations of any size, really, because very organised, very few organisations just have one product, you know, and they, they have lots of products. And of course, then you start coming into the angle of, well, OK, how does this fit in terms of service to customers? Mm -hmm. you know, so it, it really is quite a big discussion. And one of the things that I think a lot of business analysts are doing these days is they're really understanding the need to appreciate the impact on external customers and really thinking about that impact. And that, again, takes you way beyond a particular product, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know? So I think there's a lot of big questions around this. And the more we talk about it, the more I come back to Hirtius' comment, <laughs> behind every product owner is a great BA, because actually you've got to have that big business context, haven't you? Yes, yes, I, I agree with you because when you were talking, I said, well, this understates my uh, statement uh, of the beginning much more than I had anticipated before. Because, <laughs> but well, when you're talking about it, yes, a product owner needs to know more about the context, about the surroundings, about everything that's going on in an organization, about other products, about vision, about external customers and stuff like that. And it's impossible that that's all done in one role because you you need more perspectives on that. And, and a business analyst with its holistic view is, is one of the roles that fits there so nicely. Do you, do you think then that um, the product owner should um, uh, be uh, line managed and be working <laughs> to a business analyst? Ooh. That's an interesting and slightly controversial view. <laughs> A, I thought I'd say it. You could see that by her face. <laughs> mm. How do we answer that one? Well, you know, this is again back to the role clarity issue, isn't it? You know, mm. if you have a role that's not well defined and you don't quite know where it reports in um, and, and ownership implies a very high level of authority, Mm. You can get yourself in quite a mess, to be honest with you. There's, there's a lot of things to be unpicked there. And you might say, well, we have to do it for every context, but that's an awful lot of rework, you know. It is. I'm not, I'm not sure that 
I think they could be managed by by a business analyst. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not. It's not that I don't think they can be managed by a business. I don't think they should be managed by a business analyst. I think the responsibility needs to lie within the business, and the business analyst is kind of. Well, I, I quite like the idea of the business analyst being there as that independent internal consultant who's mm. not aligned to any particular part of the business, not lined up to any particular product, but can help um, direct things and, and keep people on track. Um, I think the product owner needs to have a line of responsibility to somebody who is in that part of the business where that product is fundamentally going to be used i mean i guess there, there are products that are going to be used across the business but yeah. uh, and it needs to be somebody in the line of responsibility um sorry they need to be in the line of responsibility of somebody who can take action to resolve any problems that exist in that business so i don't think the business analyst should be a line manager although i think they could contribute can contribute to some of the clarity for that product owner mm. um, mm. Yeah, interesting. I mean, there is, you know, sometimes people talk about business sponsor or sometimes accountable executive, and maybe that is a better way of looking at that, that business authority connection. Um, but it, it does, again, start to open up a difference, as you've said, Mike, between the product owner and the BA, mm. because actually it's, it's rare I mean, it does change, but BAs tend to be aligned with some sort of business change or business transformation or, or even IT or mm. information um, strategy or something like that function rather than a business function. And I, I know that's not entirely true, but you tend to have that difference, don't mm -hmm. you? Yeah, I have seen some areas where they're aligned to certain business yeah. functions and, and that then causes problems when things, um, when you get more strategic things that cross multiple areas. So you can get some, some challenges there. But yeah, generally, I think most places I've been involved with, it's been more a, a, a central um, capability around that. Yeah, yes. Mm. So here's another question then. Okay, one of the projects I've worked on um, there was an organization and I've come across it in others where product owner was considered to be one of the services in the portfolio of the BA team. So actually you had a team of business analysts, they had a service portfolio and one of them was product owner. Does that work? So the business analysts were given the role of product owner for a certain team or something. Yeah. Well, it, it could work because I think the skills you need for a product owner overlap with skills that are present in business analysts. But then I still would like to have a business analyst next to that product owner for mm. challenging and for zooming out and stuff like that. You don't think one person could do it all here, Tia? No. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm for collaboration always, so that's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just wonder whether if you've got if you've got more than one business analyst, maybe it, it falls within the responsibility of the the of the team rather than of one person, and then you have the discussion because I I like that the the idea of collaborating. Is it collaborating or is it just me avoiding making any decisions? <laughs> um, I'm not sure, um, but I but I value an independent view. So if I feel close to that particular product, I might have some ideas, but it might not be. I might be going down the wrong, completely the wrong channel with it. Mm. 
On the other hand, though, that means that we maybe accept that product owners don't engage in analytical thinking. And I would also question whether that would be a good product owner. Yeah. Does, does, does that product owner know enough about the product? Or is it just uh, the, the, the backlog skills and the stakeholder management skills of the business analysts? I don't know. I, I feel we're we're opening a whole new can of worms here, Debbie. I think I, I think I think we might need to step away from this because we we'll uh, we'll end up with a this episode being split over multiple multiple months. So I, I think I think we might have to call it call it an end there. What do you think? Yeah, you're probably right. I I, I do think it's one of those things, and I'm going to come right back to the beginning again, <laughs> where there's such a lack of clarity that you can end up just discussing. And I, I've taken part in so many discussions and workshops on this subject. And we always seem to come back to the fact that it's not a well-defined role. BA is becoming a better defined role, but the connection between the two, because product owner isn't well-defined, isn't clearly there. And therefore every organization and almost every project is just inventing and reinventing the role and, I, and the relationship. That to me is probably not a good thing, but it, it would be nice if there would be a development about more role clarity for the product owner as well as going on for the business analyst. Because you have this discussion time and time again, and people agree on one part and not on the other, and everybody is bit doing its own uh, its own way, and not always for the better. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe what we need to do is we just need to encourage our product owners and business analysts to talk together and be clear about what they're doing, what roles and responsibilities they're taking between them. Do if we refer to a previous podcast, do a racy, sort it all out, and uh, just then if they're clear what they're doing, then that's good, and hopefully that that will sort of start spreading the word around. And in the meantime, we'll have to um, sort out a bit more about role clarity for for everybody in the future. Okay. I think I think we'll have to call it a day there. But uh, thank you very much. That was a good summary, though, Mike. I, I love that. <laughs> good. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for joining us today, and and thank you for your great feedback so far. If if anybody else has any ideas, we'd love to hear from you. So please drop us an email at babrew at assistk